Welcome to Dower in Orbit, the practical design leadership podcast. The concept of community is so important now as we are hybrid workers, remote workers completely, some of us back to the office full time and, you know, agnostic of remote or in-person seat, that, that concept of coming together learning together, growing together. It's a non-trivial thing, and it's something I'm really glad we're going to be talking about today. I agree. The idea of what a community is maybe has also matured somewhat over the past couple of years. Uh, it was sort of banded about maybe a little little too freely, and I don't think that's been negative. There's a lot more focus on what you actually get out of the gatherings or the group of people, whether you call it a community or or not. That, that you know, I think is something that we miss now as we've gotten to Twitter and short form content bites. And now we see what's going on with Twitter and people are leaving that area and trying to find a community and a fit. And I think this is also where our main topic, design leadership, I think this is also where you find the people who naturally take that role. As we've said a million times, it's not about seniority or number of years in the business or even an individual's age. It really is about how you view design and what you want to do do with it together with other people. And of course, running a community, stepping up, stepping in, in the community setting is a very good gauge for who has those abilities also in a commercial day-to-day setting. Brilliant point. I think that's a point worth um, hammering home too, because leadership is not something that comes via title or via tenure. Folks who are innate leaders, folks who have that more holistic mindset, I think that's where that's cultivated and that ultimately thrives. A big part of any community as a founder, as a member, as someone who's just interested in joining is a mindset for growth. Being able to make yourself a student of your craft, have those eureka moments that, you know, you come in with one mindset and you kind of come away thinking, oh, you know, I learned something different today. Uh, That's a key part of being a member of a community or even founding one. Rio. You're probably one of the most prolific community organizers in Japan. Your work with both international and completely local communities in the design scene is, I I see, soon to be legendary, right now just incredibly, incredibly impressive. So (laughs) thank you. Welcome to this episode. Yes, thank you for having me. I am very honored. Uh, My name is Ryo Sanpei, and I am based in Japan. I now run um, two design communities in Tokyo, Japan, and one is called Spectrum Tokyo, and the other called Design Matters Tokyo. In in your experience, what creates a successful community for designers? I actually am not a big community guy, like community fan. I didn't really mean to actually develop communities. How I started off is... um, First, I need to talk about my history in making a design community. Spectrum Tokyo, I just started last year. I I have built a local community before that, which was called UX Milk. I've been doing that for probably seven years. That kind of got big. It was the it was actually the biggest UX design community in Japan. I didn't really mean to build a community. The start was I wanted to learn about UX design myself. I wasn't really into reading books or going to seminars. It wasn't really my thing, but I somehow felt that just talking to designers near you was the most effective way to learn about design. And 
also get motivation. There wasn't a good community back then, so I just started it myself. I just wanted to meet more designers. I somehow just continued doing it, and I'm doing it now. And with UX Milk and also with Spectrum, what is it that is, what's the appeal? Why do they gravitate towards the community, these communities? So first we need content. UX Milk and Spectrum Tokyo, they're both, they both started as a web magazine. For UX Milk, it was UX design. We, we didn't really have a good resource of UX design back then. It was like 2015. And Japan was still kind of a little bit behind from the Western countries. And what I did was I translated lots of English articles into Japanese. And that's what was kind of the gravitational pull, I guess. And at the same time, we started to do meetups and we started to share local knowledge. That was successful. So I... I I basically do the same thing as Spectrum as well. You, know, you mentioned a growth-centered mindset mm. uh, earlier on in this dialogue. Does it have to do with that? One of my... it Part of it is maybe me because I am, as I said, I am not a very hard-working learner. <laughs> like, uh, um, I, I actually don't like to go to school and, you know, I want to make these things casual as possible. I try to make it easy to join and lots of drinks. It's like designers, local designers, they didn't really have an option. If you wanted to learn about design, you would go do these seminars. And I was doing completely the opposite, you know, just gathering, drinking, lots of music. And then we talk about what we do and learn from other practices. I think that was kind of a hype maybe uh, in 2017, 2018. We had lots of people joining before COVID. I actually come from entertainment kind of background and I used to plan lots of live shows for my band. I kind of mixed what I know and what I want this crowd to be. That's how my style kind of developed. That's what made it kind of different. So to keep a community going, obviously there needs to be a level of evolution in it uh, it needs mm -hmm. to still deliver on, on mm -hmm. the core premise but how does one evolve a community so that like with ux mail it actually runs successfully year after year after year mm -hmm. after year to keep it fresh is just it's, it's simple and um it's a simple answer and what happens to small communities is that you tend to get the same people same people come and the same people get to know each other and it kind of develops a very closed community. When that happens, it's really hard for new people to join. And I really hate that atmosphere. Even if we have people that are repeating, I try to say to these people that the whole welcoming process of new people is the whole value. If there is a repeater that's coming like 10 or 20 times, I just say to these people, it is a sign that you should be going moving on and <laughs> you should be making stuff. You should be designing stuff and coming back. You shouldn't be busy visiting these meetups because it's a balance. Doing your own work. And then 
when you're done with it, you come share. That's really interesting. So it's essentially up front, it's about involving everyone to use that curiosity and empathy that we have at work to also have that as part of welcoming new new members, new attendees into these into these community events. And then also to sort of know when to stop. Yes. So it's not like you want a pool of you you don't want these members to actually stack making this welcoming atmosphere of new people is the key to to actually grow your population and the more the more people think that this community is comfortable to join you bring in more new you bring in more people and it is okay to drop out or to kind of graduate from this community because when you have a design career, there is a learning stage and then you, you evolve and you should be moving on. The communities that you've curated and driven, is there any career level that they're focused on? So the one I used to do, um, UX Milk, for seven years, that was uh, very clear. It was people for people that wanted to learn more. UX design back then wasn't really clear for designers in Japan. It was targeted for those people and also for people that was, wasn't in the UX industry and they're kind of wanting to go. There wasn't a big UX community back then and it was kind of broad. But now people know about it more and they kind of break it down into more specific areas. It's not necessarily like uh, beginners. We would see all these people. So people, for instance, like in their 30s or um, mid-30s would be a UX design beginner, but in their career, they're not, they're not a beginner. They're actually practitioners. They're project managers and stuff. So it was kind of a mix. In terms of UX design, it was like beginner to medium, mediums, intermediate. Now, Spectrum Tokyo is more about everything in design, but we are targeting more of intermediate, more of kind of the experts that actually don't really have a place to go. A lot of the people around me and me as well, we we don't really need to label ourselves now. Like we do all sorts of stuff and that's what is valuable. And we think design, everything is design. And then when that happens, it is kind of hard to find a community. There is no clear word that describes what you do. That's why we named ourselves Spectrum Tokyo because it's all spectrum. It's like, we don't really want to define a color. We don't really care what your job title is, but we do want to talk about design in general. I guess that some of the attendees that got sort of firmly, but in a nice way, sort of moved out of uh, the UX Milk one, have then come into Spectrum and and are maybe attendees at at Design Matters Tokyo as well. What happens next? I, I actually think about it a lot because, say, like for, for Spectrum Tokyo, I kind of designed it for people that want to move on. But when we move on, like for me as well. Now I have a small kid, I have a family. And it is when your life stage changes, it, it actually it 
obviously changes the way you participate these in these communities. Maybe when I'm 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 just turning forty now. Um, maybe I, if I t- turn fifty, I don't need a community. I mean, we do we do all need a social s- structure. We all need someone to talk to. We all need someone to share. But I'm not really sure if it's a big one. So people my age, how do they participate in these communities? Is I think is a, an interesting topic for me to dig into, and maybe the next design challenge for me.